0: <laughs> we're in the new year, baby, 2022. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so overrated. i That's never I stopped um, I mean, shoot, we're like in the second. I don't even know what day it is anymore. I literally just came back from um Costa Rica last night.
1: How you doing, Mike? Doing good. Um, while you were uh, wearing shorts and t-shirts, I'm uh, you know freezing my ass here back in Jersey, and even in uh, even in Florida, you're still wearing shorts and t-shirts. So I got a little short sleeve shirt, little shorts going on here. I
0: think the next time that I'll be seeing you and everyone mm-hmm. else, I'll be in my house that I've been Ooh. waiting to get into for almost seven months. Um, and then I can, I'm going to set up like a green screen behind me or whatever. And, and we can have an actual regular place. Although we've gone, what, two different homes. And by the way, if you hear stuff in the background, that's my daughter is cooking. Um, so she's down here with me. Um, she was supposed to go back tomorrow. However. This weekend, everybody, I'm in Las Vegas. So, um, tonight, while you're listening, just the Patreon listeners, I'm in Kansas City. Tomorrow night, tonight, for all you YouTubers, I'm in Las Vegas, South Point Casino. And um, I was looking forward to hiking. And when I go to Vegas, I don't. I don't gamble. Uh, I don't. Vegas to me is a it's a gig. It's just basically a gig. But wherever I go, I try to take advantage of wherever I'm at. And I just saw it's like down in the th- high thirties at nighttime. What's up with that? I thought. I mean, I knew it got cold, but I didn't know it got that cold, Mike, in, in the in the desert. You ever been there? You ever been to Vegas? Nope. Nope. Hmm. Have you been? Um, you've been on the road a lot. You haven't done the road a whole lot, have you? You're not really eh, traveling. I,
1: I, not really. I mean, I've done pretty much the entire East Coast up and down. I I haven't been any further west than like Pennsylvania.
0: Oh, but wow!
1: But but I have gone to Dominican Republic, Cancun. Uh, I've done Spain, Italy, Germany, Prague. All that good stuff, Poland
0: get out of yeah. here why 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 would um hey can you tell do, you can't hear that music in the background, right? oh I don't, nope. I don't want people coming after us for like, hey,'m you know, doing a yeah, podcast while it's music in the background um, <laughs> Poland, what
1: were you doing in um, uh, and
0: Poland
1: a buddy of mine uh, had family in Poland, and I was really good buddies with them, you know, uh, skateboard and all that good stuff and wow. He asked me to go with him with his mom and dad and we met his family. We stayed at like nice fancy hotels. We stayed in like a poor part of Poland and where they had like the bathroom was outside. Um, wow. Yeah, it was it was wow. a culture shock. Uh went and saw Auschwitz. That was nuts. Wow. It's definitely a, an eye opener. It was pretty crazy, but um yeah, no, it it was uh, it was awesome being able to walk from Poland over a bridge and go into Germany that was pretty cool where in uh, Germany do you remember where you went uh, I, I, this was this is 2001 so oh I whoa. couldn't even tell you yeah
0: holy crap you know um, I went to Germany we went to Germany a couple times one the first time I went we went we went sightseeing I think. Right, Kels? Didn't we all go to Germany or something like that, and yeah. we went sightseeing all that stuff? And I think I was, I think I was playing there, right? I think, so. I think I was playing there. So the all I remember is the first time I really went to um, the first time I remember Germany is I played this thing. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm blank. Uh, Vaken. Vaken. W-A-C-K-E-N. But you, the W is V. Vaken Open Air Festival. And it was mostly metal bands and all that. So I had me and a couple guys playing in a band, and we would tell stories and music and stuff. We had no right to be there. It was amazing, did awesome, and all that jazz. So I go to check into the hotel, I've been telling this on stage, but it's a true story. So I go to check in at the hotel, and they, when you're, I don't know if you're, if they did it back then, but they check your passport. You don't just give your, whenever you check in anywhere, they want to see your passport. So I get the passport, and the guy goes, uh, I'm like, no, I'm a brewer. He goes, nine, nine, nine. nine nine, B is an owl? You are German. I said, "Yeah, my dad was German." He's like, "This is German. You are a, you are not brewer. You are brauer." And I'm like I don't. And another guy came from behind the desk and he's looking. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, you are brauer. Brauer is uh, very very popular uns German. You are very German. You come from." He started telling me like what the village you came from. I've been brewer my whole life. And they say it with such conviction. Dude, I, within five minutes, I'm like, I am a Brower. And <laughs> I came home and I told my wife, I'm like, you, you're not going to believe this, but I'm Brower. I called all my, all my nephews. I'm like, we are Browers. We are not brawa, We are Browers. I started going to all the dopey German festivals. I would, when I lived in Jersey, we'd drive up to, um, hunter mountain in new york i mean there's october fest i start going to the october fest i put the dopey hat with the feather i had a <laughs> the leaden housing did things and i don't know i still don't know what they say and then we'd start going to beer gardens i still go to beer gardens so this is really funny too so on that same trip we all i wanted to do was go to um a beer garden where you know the girls and you, know, you see the, the cleavage and the and the, they wear the outfit like a and and yeah. I just want to be served a big pretzel and what's everyone everyone sings whatever and they all do this thing called I I I have no clue what they're saying. So we're asking everyone where we don't know what it's called. We don't know it's called a beer garden. All we know is Oh, the St. Pauli girl beer has that on <laughs> yeah. the cover, right? <laughs> so, Mike, God, we're asking everywhere where's uh, St. Pauli? St. Pauli, uh, you know, oh, oh, a pretzel and what you're dying. Oh, shit. And they're all looking at us like we're nuts. And they're sizing us up. They're like looking <laughs> at us and like, oh, it's making these faces. We asked three to four times. And finally, we're on some we're on some corner. Oh, I should have got my friend Joe Viglia. I should have got. I should have. Darn it! I should have got the guys to. Um, well, this is off the cuff story, so it doesn't matter. We got to relive this story one day. It's so funny. And, uh, and no, again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny when my all my stuff falls, huh? I made sure I didn't break anything. Shit, I guess. You get too animated when I tell stories. So, let me make sure I'm still recording on here. Okay, good. We loving it. So, we're we're doing this for I don't know, an hour, an hour and change looking for St. Pauli, St. Pauli. Everyone's giving us funny faces. All of a sudden, thank God, this guy comes up. To, we're on the corner. We're like, what are we doing? Walking for an hour. You say this day that way. Everyone gives us an attitude. This guy comes out, and he goes, you guys uh, you guys, American? Oh, you're American. He goes, well, yeah, but I live here, and I lived in Canada, and I lived here. But he's one of these guys that just live all over the world. He goes, what are you guys, what are you looking for? You guys look so lost. You look exactly, everyone can tell you're a tourist. I said, we, we just want to go. You know what? What you know with the the girls and they wear the outfits and he goes a beer garden, like yes, a <laughs> beer garden, yes. Finally, <laughs> finally, yes, that's what it's called, beer garden. I go. W- w- w-, he goes, oh, um, I'm sure you can. And eh, there's got to be some close by. Okay, you know it's really weird. Everyone kept giving us this attitude because we'd ask for, you know, St. Pauli. He goes, St. Pauli is Minnesota. It's you, you're talking about American beer. He goes, I get you were describing. what I, I said, well, why they give that to it? He said, because St. Pauli is where the gay red light district is. they were like, oh, there you go. That that would be it. I was like, oh my god! They thought we were. They thought we were dudes looking to buy other dudes. Oh my. God. God, no wonder they were sizing us up. They were looking at us like, oh, which guy do you think? So as, as this conversation ends, right, I swear to God, the guy leaves. He's like, um, good luck, but you, know, you want to head in this direction, it's a cool city, and there's good sights. As he leaves, right across the street is this huge um, Ferris wheel going around. Okay. and around, like, oh, what's going on over there? And then we notice it looks like a carnival. We see this on the ride. And we go walking across the street, it costs whatever euro to get into this carnival. It's huge, huge. It's like the size of a, a um two football fields. As soon as you walk in, everywhere's a beer garden. Everywhere <laughs> as soon as you walk in, and they're like, oh, Don't stop, don't come to our beer Garden. And, we got all, cr- I got crushed that day. I think I yeah, fell asleep it. on a train. I fell asleep at dinner. It was sad. It was very sad. But <laughs> when you say Germany, that's all you think about. Brawa. And uh, the stupid looking for uh, the St. Paulie nonsense. That's
1: funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I just came back from, um, uh, to the family, and we went to Costa Rica. Oh, before we even get into that. So while I was, while I was coming home, I get all these messages. Um, it started with my Maria's crew back in Chester, New Jersey. And they wrote one of them wrote, Whoa, getting some love from sliced alone. I went, what? And he, he sends me Sylvester Stallone on his Instagram posted a sketch with me and him on it way back in the, in the SNL days. And he goes, hey, reflecting on a great moment with the great Jim Brewer. And I was like, wow, that was really cool of him to just put that out there like that. I mean, guy's still a legend, Sylvester Stallone, Rocky, Rambo, so much more. So I want to thank Sylvester Stallone for uh, being kind and putting that out there. You know, and then it made me reflect a little bit of of the SNL days, and I have to honestly say, he was one of the most regular, down-to-earth guys that I ever came across. I mean, at the end of the day, whether you know him or not, he's a he's superstar. He, he hit that superstar status, and whether the new generation knows him or not, and he is like, he was up there, still is up there. He's and I'll never forget. He came in the room, and it was me and Tracy Morgan, and um. We came up with so many sketches just him talking. So he comes in our office, and it's me and Tracy, and um, we go, Wow, like who are those guys? He goes, You know, my bodyguards. Go, Wow. He goes, You know, I don't want bodyguards. He goes, It's not like I want bodyguards. He goes, But you'd be surprised how many people the general public will size him up because he did Rocky and they think he's Rocky and they can't get over the, it's like me with Brian from half baked. People go, you, you got me through my teenage years or you, you, you got me through this. Like I never say, well, no, I didn't get you through the character got you through. I didn't get you through. Uh, it wasn't Jim Brewer. That was Brian from half baked. Um, and he, he goes, you know, I'm always, I got to deal with people always sizing me up and stuff. So, and then he started talking about, he goes, the weirdest is like, w- people come up to like, hey, talk to my wife and here. And we actually end up writing the whole freaking sketch about it. And it was, it was some of the people's favorite sketches, but everything he did, he kind of created. And then in the beginning, um, we did a whole monologue where me and Tracy, come, Tracy, I think, played Mr. T, and I come out as Mickey. I can't even do the voice, but it took me a while to get the voice down. And again, he he was kind of the initiator of that. And I have to say, even at the after show, everyone thinks Saturday Night Live has these after parties that are wild and crazy. They're really not. They're just, you go to dinner, and we get up, and we kind of wind down. Everyone has their own table. And... It's not like people on top of the table and you're like, okay, it's time to do uh, the initiation. Who can hop from table to table? and It's, it's nothing like that. Um, but he, he came up to us specifically and said hello to the family. And he was a really – he was one of my all-time – and I never forgot that he was one of my all-time favorite human beings, not just entertainer, but human beings that I ever met. He was very – He he was a great listener. He was into everything you were talking about. He wasn't phony whatsoever. So I guess that's a a long way of saying shout out to Sylvester Stallone. You know, that's another thing about Senate Live. Their security, if you notice, you never see on YouTube any after-party videos. Have you ever noticed that? It's very subliminal, but nobody ever sees that. And I wonder how many people have actually tried to find that. You'll never see it. And I remember the first night uh, of the show that I was on, and the show was over, and I was taking pictures. And security is like, yo, we can't do that here. Like, but I'm in the cast. Like, We understand that. Just no. This is full-blown private, full-blown, like, real. And I really respect it. I always I always try to explain that to um, friends and stuff. And as shows went on, I realized kind of why um, certain, certain guests would come on, and be like, um, you know, so-and-so is like laying on the ground at the bottom of the stairs by the toilet, right? Like, yeah, he's like that all the time. What? Um, so anyway, Sylvester Stallone. So we go to Costa Rica. We had this trip planned for at least two years ago. We, we planned this a long time ago. And a couple days right before COVID hit is when we were supposed to leave, literally two days before. And we were going to take the chance anyway, and they just canceled the flight. Like, no! So we finally get to do it. And I have to say, I think it was, I think it was one of my favorite trips that I ever did. It's um it reminded me of Hawaii. If you've ever been to Hawaii, but without being commercialized. And a lot more exotic animals. So as soon as we get there, I will say this. It, it was, it was. When we landed, I don't know if too many planes land at the same time. It took almost three hours to get by immigration, and I already hated Costa Rica. Like, oh, I'm done with Costa Rica. And then when you get there, you have to, you have to prove you have insurance in case you get COVID, and you're stuck in Costa Rica. You need like medical insurance and, and all this other stuff. You don't have to be vaccinated. You don't have to have a COVID test to get into Costa Rica. To exit Costa Rica, you must have a COVID test. Doesn't mean if you vaccinate, whatever. Um, we get all the way to the front of the line, and somewhere along the line, they're like, Yeah, something's wrong with your barcode. And we had to go into another room. They're like, don't worry, don't worry, everything's going to be okay, everything's going to be okay. We finally got in, and we're off and running. Now, we had a four and a half hour drive to get where we're going, so we broke up the trip. Or five hours, almost five hours, this house we were staying. We had to take a boat to the house. It was totally out in the middle of nowhere, which we'll show you all the pictures. So when... The first night we get there, it's dark. Woke up, we're on a beach. It's just, it's beautiful. The beaches are black. It's all black sand. From what I understand, basically Costa Rica is all volcanoes. It's all volcanoes. And they have tons of earthquakes and there, there's fault lines everywhere. So their ground and everything is all, it's all volcanic ash and mud. It's, it's freaking amazing. Um, so when we finally got to the house, I can say this cause my kids get pissed talking about it. You can hear me, right? Mike?
1: You can yeah, I can hear you. Okay.
0: Before we went there, thank God for my wife. She said, I don't want to get stuck in Costa Rica if we get COVID. Can you prescribe uh, a preventative or something? Some asking around and whatever. Long story short, I prescribed ivermectin. God forbid. Right. I said, so we have to try something. Let's try ivermectin. I've heard from people, from actual friends, that helped them big time. So, okay. Now, before we get there, um, Are one, one of, we saw some people, and as we're landing, we're getting along, we're starting to get, hey man, you know how you saw so and so last week and so and so last week? I just want to say they're tested L positivity. And know, went, like, oh no, don't tell do me that. So we're on the way to the middle of nowhere, and we're on this boat. I mean, when I say boat, I'm not talking, um, it's like the size of a rowboat, a little bigger than a rowboat, and it had a motor. It wasn't like a luxurious, you just, there's no seats. It's just like sitting on a rowboat. You get on there, like, and you're going through these rivers, and you, and it's just nothing. It's mountains and rivers and nothing. But I'm starting to go, <laughs> Oh, God. And I can't hear everything stopped from here up. I'm going, oh, my God, no. Now, I already had it in January. I already had it. And I did get sick. Um, I might have had the Omicron, or whatever they called it, in the beginning of December or end of November. Whenever I was in Connecticut, I was sick and I was, I was taking vitamins and I was taking mucinex and I was taking, um, uh, uh, I was steaming every day. I was taking nic's and I was rubbing it all over and I would, I had this kitchenette, so I'd boil water and I'd take a towel because I had to do shows. I was getting my ass kicked and I would, I would boil the water and the steam would break everything up before every show and then popping, you know, uh, calls and all this stuff, but everything up here was, and it it was, I don't know, three days, three and a half days, four days, gone. Didn't think much, and then all of a sudden Omicron came out, I'm like, oh, I wonder if I had that, but now these kids from up north, northeast, are visiting, and they're visiting my kids who don't go near, but now they're all going home, they're going, hey, we tested positive, hey, we're sick, hey, this one's got a fever no and I went okay if this starts getting a little worse I'm gonna I we have the we have the ivermectin we have the ivermectin well we get to the house and I dude I've got (laughs) damn it this is all I can't hear out of one side I don't have chills no fever so at the end of it right before I go to bed I went you know I. I'm not going to play around. Me and my daughter, too. One of the daughters is now like, oh, damn it. I'm like, oh, God, let's just start taking this. We take it literally by the middle of the next day. I was like, oh, my God. It's starting to feel amazing. Um, and, by the, and, and I have a video. There's a video I sent you, Mike, where it, when we reached this house, we had to do an incline. We, we everyone has four wheelers. So we had to walk up this path. I'm gonna say it was 75 yards, straight incline. Like this is, the way my hand is, that's the incline. It's at least like that, I'm not exaggerating. And my ass cheeks are on fire. They're on fire. And I remember the first time going up, I was like, (laughs) oh my God, this thing's gonna kill me you see me in the video after the ivermectin just totally could breathe everything's amazing uh long story short cleared up like two days felt amazing i'm not saying i had covid i'm saying i had the symptoms um it could have been Omicron, whatever it was i'm just telling you and i'm not said nothing to something dead honest ivermectin Cleared my ass up. Big time. Just telling you. I made that video that I that I sent you, Mike, and my kids are like, don't show that video. Like, why not? I'm just telling the truth. <laughs> don't let people know you were sick. Like, people get sick with that. Don't, be, don't I'm like, I just want people to know. Um, well, I'll tell you what, I just I just got a whole bunch more, just God forbid. Now, with that said, now I can really start to enjoy it. So the first night we get there, it's just you're overlooking. It, it, it looks like a movie. You know what it felt like? you see, seen um um uh oh my god, oh, Jurassic Park. It felt like Jurassic Park. It was it was stunning. It was beautiful. We get up. Um, and it's just, there was this, we had this woman that would cook for us named Dolly. And thank God my daughter speaks English and thank God for Google translate. We would sit there and go, uh, you know, Dolly, um, whatever we'd say to her. And then to her like, and then it would say, Hey Dolly, um, is there any onions in this thing? And she goes, nah, 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 nah. like, there are no onions in here. However, we did put in uh, peppers. Okay, thank you. And it was really cool. And my daughter knows somewhat sp- Spanish. My wife was constantly like, esta, And my, my daughter goes, eh, el paso uh, el gluten." <laughs> She's making a face right now. Um, uh, mm, and then they would start talking to each other and she goes, see, 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 see. It was, thank God for, let me tell you something. I talk about a stage. There there's a stage in your life where your kids start to really degrade you and they put you down. At least mine do. And they they think you're stupid. But you know what? Thank God I have them around because I, I, you got to download apps to travel. You got to, we, when we drew when we had to leave, we had to do a COVID test online. Uh, you get someone online and like, well, I can like, download the app. Okay. Just do this. Here. Oh, thank you. I feel like I'm, I feel like my parents just, I felt like I was so technically far advanced from my parents we still had a phone that they had to take off the wall and that that's where I'm at with my kids. I'm like, don't, don't leave me. If I got to figure things out online. Please help me. Um, which thank God I have you. Thank God I have people like Evan. Thank you, God. Um, but it was, so here's the one thing I'll say about this place. When you first see a, a, um, what are they called? Kelsey, what where are those birds that are all colorful, the beautiful red? A macaw. A macaw. You see a macaw in the wild? It really. Listen, I have, I have a thing where, like, you know, I know people that have African birds for pet. These things should not be in cages. These things are beautiful. They're majestic, and the sounds they make. So this, these macaw, and I put it on Instagram. Now, from what I understand, I didn't see it, but every time I did see a macaw, and I hear the noises would make, it was a macaw. And they usually travel in pairs. Every time I saw them, they'd be in pairs. The the. The sounds this thing make was just, um, and it would do the same thing every night, it's just as the sun was coming out, it's coming down. This thing would go off and go not so all day. It was it was just wild. Now, the following, now you got to understand something. It's hot and it's humid. It's humid. There's no air conditioning. So you got feeling fans. That's all you got. And everything is screened in. You can't just close a window and you're off you can hear everything is screened in so everywhere you sleep technically you're you're glamping in a in a house so you hear all kinds of noises my kids were freaked out the first night freaked out because the bugs were all but in the morning time i thought monsters lived in the woods, you heard this and when I tell you it's, it's pitch blackout, it's blackout and you're in your bed and you're like, what is that? What is that? And then you can hear towards the end when they're, ooh, 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 ooh. and they're so, it sounds so close and it vibrates throughout the whole woods. You're like, what is that? They're howling monkeys. And you think they're huge? They're not. They're like, that's it. That's about the size of them. But Whoa. it was the most if you didn't know, if someone did give me a heads up, like, ah, you'll probably hear the monkeys. That's how they present it. Yeah, you'll hear the monkeys in the morning. It's a lot of fun. If you don't know that's a Helen monkey, if there's, you're going to discover you got hairs on your body you didn't know existed. I mean, on my neck, on my rear end, on my back, which is like, what is that? What is that. I mean, listen to this sound. This is what I would wake up to. Just listen to this. That. That's wild. Picture. Complete black. And it's real close. So what's really funny is my kids later told me like they were just in bed like this. I'm never <laughs> afraid to the move. They were just like... Where my wife and I were up going, do you see it? What, it's like right over there. What is that? Dude, that was the most insane sound. The major bummer? Never saw them. I wanted to see him so bad, never got to see him. Um, we went to beach one day. Oh, there's another thing. I thought they were messing with me. They said, oh, yeah, um, there's crocodiles here, too. There's crocodiles in Costa Rica. Like, oh, yeah, 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 you'll see them on the riverbanks. Oh, and they have these crocodiles. And then one day we went to the beach, and it's where the ocean meets the river, and the water's really rough, beautiful. We found this little cove. And a day later, we took a ride to this island on a boat, pretty much the same water that we were in. And there was a crocodile on the beach. Costa Rica has crocodiles in the ocean. Dude, you know, forget forget sharks. I know sharks don't scare me. They really don't. I love going scuba diving. A lot of scuba diving. Um, you see a shark underwater. They're moving like this towards you. If you just kind of face them, most of the time, if it's not an aggressive shark, like a tiger shark or something, they'll just like they'll see you and like, "Mm, I don't want to deal with that. Boom. Crocodile. They have like, they they just have death. I'm gonna eat you. And there's nothing you can do about it. You could stare at me one-on-one all you want. You could pretend you're big. I'm going to eat you. Dude, that is the most frightening one of the guys to- so that i'm not sure i'm not sure if i ever go back i'm, I'm that that freaked i'm not gonna lie to you, that freaked me out that freaked me they out. have
1: um they have crocodiles and caimans the uh caimans can grow up uh four to eight feet long the crocodiles what? can be 13 to 16 feet long that's what he was saying what caimans? what do you mean caimans Costa Rica caimans. What, what what are those? Caimans and alligators are smaller than crocodile, but can still grow a fair size.
0: <sighs> bro, I don't... Crocodiles. I live down here in Florida. I see gators all the time. They just... They are... They're just... They look soulless. They just look like... One of these days, I'm going to get you, bro. You're not going to be paying attention. And I'm going to be waiting here for you. That's, that's what I... That's what I feel when I look at a gator. A gator's just, he demands full respect. He just looks at you like, hey, if you ever, ever, I just want you to know that I am deaf and my presence is real and don't ever disrespect me because the one time you're not paying attention, the one time when you forget I exist, the one time when you do disrespect my presence, that song be knocking on your little rear end, and I'm gonna chomp down so hard you ain't got no way you be going start pouring and you're done Two, they are those things freak me out um but overall it was is one of the best trips I ever had. Um, we went horseback riding, we had an island day beach day it was I highly suggest checking out. If you've never checked in, and I will say this, I do want to go back and I want to spend at least a month there, or at least three weeks in all different areas. We didn't have a whole lot of time. My daughter's still in school. I have to do work. I'm, you know, this weekend, I'm in Las Vegas. I'm at South Point Casino. Try to make it out. I have three shows. It's one show a night. Um, and then I have a lot of new Florida shows. So Go on jimbrewer.com, jimbrewer.com. And check out all the new Florida shows. I have a new Key West show. So I'm basically doing a run where I'm doing Port St. Lucie. Uh, Boca Raton. Loved playing over there. So I'm playing Boca Raton, the black box. and playing Port St. Lucie. Um, McCurdy's uh, Side Splitters. They keep selling out. So we keep adding shows. This is on February, the end of February and March. Uh, I also working on me major. We're talking about doing a lot of tour dates and I'm hoping to do a lot of Tennessee, Carolina, uh, Florida, Texas, wherever. Um, and I know there's a lot of places to see. I also am doing the reawaken tour American tour. So I'm going to be in San Diego. I'm going to be in Ohio and Oregon, the state of Oregon. So check those three. Just go on my website. They'll be up soon, and you'll see where I'm going. But I wanted to um, say hello to everyone. Uh, I didn't want to miss this week. We also, for the Patreon members, we have something really cool that we discussed today. And I have to say, this all comes from fans. Everyone interacts with me on... The best way to interact with me is on Instagram direct message. You guys are so freaking clever. Someone wanted my... um, they wanted my documentary about, you know, taking care of the elderly, becoming a caretaker with my dad. And it's not just me and my dad, it's for anyone out there. It really is, that's why I made it. And he said, why don't you, you know, do you have, do you have like vintage brewer stuff? And I went, oh. Um, so I'm planning on showing the whole documentary on the Patreon page and a lot more in the vault that me and Mike have been working on for the last few months, finding things in the vault. Lot of stuff, A lot of stuff that we're excited about. And, and the way, I don't wanna to give too much away, but the way we're gonna present it, I'm really gonna involve you. I'll just say that. And it's gonna be a lot of fun. It'll be funny reflecting and looking back at something. So many times and including you being part of that. And we'll get into that as we move down the road. So I just want to say it's great to be back. I'm ready to go do these um, Vegas shows. And um, for you Patreon members, if you can make uh, Kansas City tonight, I'll see you tonight. Otherwise, Vegas tomorrow. For all you um, YouTubers, Vegas tonight because this is when you're seeing it. And um, I hope to do a lot more shows. And I cannot thank you enough for the incredible positive energy that you, especially with the podcast with Jimmy Shaka and Lou Angelwolf. And I have a lot more guests like that lined up. And we're going to have more guests, which is growing. This is exciting. I've been waiting to do this my whole life. So we're going to keep growing. We're going to keep getting. I, I got people like Mike here that is a God sent and Mike, I don't know if you realize this, but you're becoming a thing. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm starting to hear multiple people on Instagram reach out to me and even people in the industry that have come up to me like, dude, I, I love what you're putting out there in your podcast. Um, and I love the whole you can't really see Mike thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're really getting into that it's like nice it's not like we did this on purpose it's just kind of it's it's becoming organic so hopefully next week when i see you and everyone else i will be in my new home our new home down here in florida naples florida and um maybe i'll get a green screen or something for the back but i just want to say hello I uh, hope you enjoy the little videos and the sounds that Mike is going to show during this and the Instagram and all that jazz. And just keep in touch. You guys mean more than you know. And, you know, when people say, people say, hey, you know what, Jim, you, 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 you're touching a lot of lives and that means a lot to me. But so you. Just because you don't get the feedback? doesn't mean it's not happening. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget that. You touched me and I touched a million others in a, in a beautiful way. And we're going to continue to do that. We're going to be funny. We're going to be and consp- oh, We got bonker stuff. We got great bonker stuff. Um, I'm going to see if I can get Jimmy Shock and some others to come on um, next week. We got some really good bunker stuff that I'm psyched to put out there and so much more. Thank you for always being there. You guys supported me forever and I can never thank you enough. Mike, it's great to reconnect with you and um, happy new year again. And we'll catch catch up next week, brother.
1: It's good to have you back here in one piece. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You have a good one, man. I appreciate everything you do for me. Thank you, man. Thank you. I'll see you next week, man. See you all later. Have a good one. See you next time, the Bruniverse.